Well, hey there. Welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Carter. Do you know the significance of this date? August 29th, 1997. August 29th, 1997. If you're a pop culture fan, if you're a movie fan, you might know this. I'm going to tell you what it's in relation to, but here's a hint. It has something to do with this story from Google about the suspension of an engineer who claims who claims that Google's artificial intelligence program is sentient. What? I'm going to tell you what's really going on with that story in just a second. But before we get there, we need to talk about rents. You know that rental rates are going up pretty sharply, especially in Toronto, but that's not the worst of it. It turns out that areas around Toronto, London, Hamilton, those sort of areas, are seeing rates going up even faster. Ben Myers is with uh, Bullpen Research and Consulting, and he crunches the data of rental stuff for rentals.ca. joins me on the line. Hey, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me again. I appreciate you being back on. What are you seeing uh, in the regions around Toronto? Yes, uh, amazingly, there's been some some pretty significant growth. Uh, you know, in some areas, as much as you know, forty, fifty percent uh, growth. And again, some of these are are small sample sizes. So some of it, some of the, the the price changes have to do with a changing composition of listings. That always has to be uh, kept in mind. But uh, I think the pandemic definitely switched people's uh, you know views on where they wanted to live. So if they could work from home, uh, there a lot of them chose to to move to places that. Uh, that had cheaper rental rates or or in in cases of you know kitchener and, and and hamilton and london places that have universities some of those students are graduating and and staying in those towns instead of moving to, to downtown toronto or you know downtown montreal or downtown kitchener is it tough to track this just because the sample site is is so small like you get one building you know is completed and it changes the all the numbers yeah, that's what can happen in, in some of these smaller municipalities where one new building comes online, they add 100 units to <laughs> to the market, and it, it throws it way off. But uh, we try to mention that in, in the reports and, and make that well known. But, uh, um, you know, certainly the, there is this very strong demand for, for some of these markets and, and uh, with, uh, with interest rate hikes, uh, um, you know, pushing people or keeping people in the rental market, uh, dissuading them from... Uh, from buying, plus you know we're 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 we continue to run uh, at record immigration levels, which is uh, uh, always a boost to uh, to rental supply. Uh, there's a number of factors that continue to contribute to uh, to rent growth. In Toronto itself, are we back uh, to pre-pandemic levels? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are back to pre-pandemic level. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting what's what's happened in the market. You know the uh, you know the what I call the pre-vaccine period. Uh, there were some pretty sharp declines uh, in some cases as as much as twenty and twenty-five percent in downtown Toronto. But just we're actually looking at, actually looking at the numbers right now for for May. So May of twenty twenty rents were down six percent in Toronto. May of twenty twenty one they were down another eleven percent. But now they're up nineteen percent as of May of 2022. So we're just releasing these numbers uh, today. So pretty uh, uh, pretty interesting to see how quickly rents have come back in Toronto. But Toronto at 19% is, is lower than Kitchener at 26 and London at 25%. So some of these, uh, you know, what we would call secondary or tertiary markets are seeing even higher rent growth. At the beginning of our hour, we talked a lot about the bear market. Looks like the uh, market is officially going to move into bear market, if not today, possibly tomorrow. 
with the economic outlook not looking so rosy and anticipation of even higher interest rates, are you seeing this trend continuing to accelerate over the next year? Yeah, I mean, certainly you hear anecdotally from from real estate agents that uh, people are a little bit nervous about the future of the resale housing market and even the the future of their investment. So maybe they're not investing in in real estate and, and putting their money there, um, and and so that's just causing some people to uh, you know to rent that they that would have been prospective buyers in the market. They just don't want to buy and having have prices go down ten percent. We were certainly in you know a bubble or bubble like territory in you know in, in January and February of this year. But I mean the growth has been in the resale price and was really unbelievable uh, in uh, during the pandemic period as uh, as uh, interest rates went way down to, to to try to stimulate the economy. So we're kind of seeing the aftermath of that in a, in a correction in pricing and i think that's that's only going to to boost rental rates ben great talking to you as always please be well appreciate you having me again bye-bye it's ben myers who's president of bullpen research talking about the uh, recent numbers in rents not only for toronto but also for london for hamilton other parts of southern ontario all right as promised let's get to this story about artificial intelligence and my question to you do you know the significance of August 29th, 1997. Well, here's the story. Google has placed an engineer on paid leave after dismissing his claim that its artificial intelligence project is now sentient. Here's our tech expert, Amber Mack. Google has announced that it has suspended an engineer. Um, basically, the engineer has been put on leave after saying an AI chatbot that he was working on has become sentient. So, of course, the term sentient means to perceive or feel things. So the idea is that this computer program, essentially based on what the Google engineer has said, the computer program is able to interact uh, in a similar way to a child who is seven or eight years old. Now, Google has said that its systems can imitate conversational exchanges and can riff on different topics, but... That is not the same thing as consciousness. And here is the thing I think you have to understand about this story. And that is, the senior software engineer uh, at the center of this, Blake Lemoyne, uh, who said on an, in an interview that he was put on leave, he's a military veteran who's described himself as A, a priest, B, an ex-convict, and see an AI researcher. He believes that this thing called Language Model for Dialogue Applications, or Lambda for short, as you heard Amber say, has consciousness equivalent to a child of seven or eight years old. And then, and then what he said in some internal documents is he wants to seek the computer program's consent before running experiments on it because his religious beliefs which he said the computer, uh, the company's human resources department discriminated against his religious beliefs are that you can't do this to a computer. Here's the thing. The majority of AI experts believe the industry is still a very long way, a very long way away from computing sentience. So Google says this isn't happening, and it's got this one guy who says it is, but really... It's an interesting story. All right, here is the answer to the skill testing question. August 29th, 1997, was the day that Skynet became sentient in those Terminator films. All right.